Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. I'm trying to track any remaining were rats. I check all the entrances to the room. You'd have to cross through the rats in order to get to all but one of those. I guess I could just plow through them again. You take seven back, points back, you from rats. one strong one on your shin. Who did that? I'm talking to you, rats. Show yourself. I will attempt a grapple. You catch the rat that bit it. Grab it out of the pack. You're not getting away this time. It looks just like any other ordinary rat. That's no ordinary rat. Guys, what if it's a were-rat that's a rat? That's what, that's I, what was I was think. I thinking. I think it's a halfling-sized were-rat. You can let go and drop it in the bag. It's in the bag, Shaba. I'm gonna cinch it shut at the top and subdually smash it repeatedly against the floor. You feel the weight in the bag start to increase. Dump it out! Dump Quick, it out! Quick, I dump it out! What emerges from the bag and plops out onto the ground is a halfling. Oh, oh look, a new friend! Oh, you were right! He does not have any weapons, nor any clothes at the moment. Oh, you could have maybe kept him in the backpack, actually. They might fit. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> hey, I take offense to that. <laughs> Standing on the ground, kind of surrounded by everyone. Does not look very happy to be there. Well, hi there, new friend. <laughs> My name's Aslo. Would you like some pants? Remember those pants we found? <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, you can't go anywhere. We have your pants. <laughs> That's yeah, right. uh, we should hand him the pants, though. This is No, we shouldn't give him the pants. Then he'll leave. This is kind of awkward, though. Well, you want to hold his pants for ransom? I want to knock him out so that we can question him. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, it is Stripey's turn. Well, surely we put the pants on him before we question him. Stripey subdually bites his throat. <laughs> or tries to. <laughs> We're taking the subdual thing a little too far, aren't we? I behead him subduly. I don't think that's how that works, Java. All right, let's see. Let's see what Stripey's got. All right, unfortunately, okay, so Stripey will circle around behind him so that he's, like, in the way of him running down the tunnel away from us, and he will roll an 11 to hit. 11 does not hit. Took us. Well, I've got some questions for this guy, but I don't want to waste my turn. <laughs> Um, yeah, point of order, let's help him cover up a little bit first, and then let's, like, either tie him up or just grab him and question him. We don't need to knock him out to question him. Well, why do we want to be so nice to this particular were-rat when we slaughtered the other, others? Is it just because we don't know we're the last one? Yeah, we have to find out if five means half a dozen. We have to find out if he's the uh, last one. I gotcha. And if you guys are were-rats now. Yeah, and also if, we're, if he turned us into were-rats. Yeah, I guess uh, I don't, we don't want to get away, so maybe I'll go for another grapple. Yeah. Ooh, actually, wait. Uh, Thane, I'm right next to him, right? I don't even need to move. Okay, could I action surge to grapple into shove, which counts as trying to knock him prone? You could do both of those together or separately. Yeah, you haven't even used your action yet, right? Well, I thought that was like, that's like an extra attack kind of thing, though, when I was doing research on fighters. Grapple into shove is like a thing. I don't have extra attack yet, though. So I'd have, I'd have to action surge to do that. Yeah, you can just do either one, though. You can either grapple him or shove him. Well, let's see if the grapple is successful. That's where we start. All right, <laughs> I will attempt to grapple. 21. That's sick. That's a good roll. Yeah, I've been rolling really yeah. well tonight. So you grab him. Yeah, and then uh, I will action surge, and I'm going to... I'm gonna take him down, guys. Do it. Take him, take him 
downtown. Bring him to the ground. But I don't want to get too close because he's naked, but <laughs> cl- close enough to do the job, you know? And see if you can knock his head against the ground non-lethally while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> and just going for, like, the full blown like police kind of restraint where you like get his arm behind him and smash him into the ground yeah yeah aslo makes a mental note to put shava into counseling after this uh, adventure is over because <laughs> he's a little concerned you also get out a clipboard and you're like <sighs> yeah all right after we get home shava you need to take yeah. him to a psychiatrist <laughs> that's gonna be good good money too i'm sure but it'll be worth it. I've been telling you guys I have repressed anger over my past, right? I have mentioned that, haven't I? Yeah, you're, like, so nice, and then you get, like, really dark and scary. <laughs> Maybe you're bipolar. Now that we're, like, 60-some episodes in, I'm finally beginning to, gr- to grapple with this <laughs> repressed anger that I have. Like, m- potential mental disorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it's the Middle Ages. Give me a break, man. <laughs> well, I, they probably don't even know what bipolar was. But in respect yeah. to bipolarism, it's no laughing matter. That's, that's serious Oh, no, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Well, just want to make sure that we bring the tone to the correct... Uh, if we're going to make fun of something, we got to be like, hey. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But it's a real thing that people struggle with. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I, I wasn't... Not in, not intending to make fun of it at all. Absolutely. Is this just a normal attack roll thing? Uh, shove, I believe, is the same as... Oh, I meant to say shove, didn't I? Yeah. I think it's the same as a grapple, isn't it? I think it's all the same, yeah. Just with a different purpose? It's athletics. It's all the same checks. Yep. Okay, here we go. 12 plus 2. 14. So you take the halfling, get both of his arms behind his back, and throw him down to the ground. Suplex. All right, quick, get the handcuffs. Yeah, where are our manacles when we need one? Aslo's turn. Get the ropes. Well, I'm kind of busy. Can one of you guys do it? No, Aslo. It's Aslo's turn. Aslo should get the ropes while you hold him. Um, yeah, I'll tie him up with uh, the, the Lobbix lengthy line. Nice. Uh, I thought I was holding it. Do you have it? Oh, uh, I, no, I have a different one. I'll use my rope. I tie his hands. Well, no, you can, you can get it out of my bag. It's right there if you want it. That's all right. Easier to get his own. Yeah. He's pretty well restrained at this point, so... You get the rope out and tie him up. Shaba? Somebody get this man his pants. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. Shaba, do you still have those pants? <laughs> yeah, I guess now that he's tied up, we can put the pants on. All right, well, um, I'll let you do it. Oh, all right, <laughs> fine. Okay, we get him covered up at least. All right, we pants him. Yeah, and by pants, we mean the opposite of what that usually means. <laughs> Excuse me, good sir laying there on the ground. Don't call him good, sir. He bit our feet. Yeah, bad, sir. <coughs> um, <laughs> Excuse me, despicable, sir. <laughs> Pray tell, why did you bite our feet? <laughs> T- Tokus starts a, a stopwatch so he can let Aslo know when he can use his uh, diplomacy ability. <laughs> okay. There you go. You're the ones who slaughtered my companions. Did we slaughter all of them? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, we slaughtered a good number. Most of them? You've killed them all. I'm all alone in this world. Oh, oh. poor guy. Just kidding. Sucks for you. You're a thief <laughs> and a rat. And that's why we came down here, because you guys are thieving things from other people who's who it belongs to and pretending like it belongs to you. Yeah, somehow it's morally right for us to kill you because you stole stuff. Yes. Medieval logic. Yeah. Yeah, since you guys are thieves, then we get to take all the stuff that you guys took from other people and make it ours as our reward. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody gets mad. All right, that's the moral system that we're working with here. (laughs) 
It's true, though. <laughs> so tell us why we should spare your life now. Will you just go back to being a, a rat thief if we let you go? I don't have any other place to go. I Please, just just let me go. I'll, I won't bother anyone, I swear. How will you survive if you don't steal from people, though? Will you go up topside and get a job? And become a functional member of society again? Except when you're ratting out? I'm not welcome up there. I'll, I don't know what I'll do. I'll find somewhere else to live. Togus has a brilliant idea. Light bulb. Uh, actually, first, uh, I show him the hair sample. Is this yours? <laughs> you can have it back now. <laughs> uh, it does seem to look like his light brown curly hair. Ah. I've been looking for that hair all over the place. Oh, <laughs> thank thank you. you so much. Now I can leave my life of crime because I found my lost hair again. But on a serious note, you know, the Alchemist Guild is always looking for test subjects. <laughs> Actually, I was a test subject myself not too long ago. Uh, make a great living that it way. It pays really well. They don't offer health insurance, but the benefits are great. The hourly rate is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to get a normal job, but you don't want to be all alone in the sewers, I'm sure that they have like a really reasonable deal for you. You want me to be some sort of lab rat? <laughs> I mean, it's not all that bad. Like, you get three square meals a day. There's a wheel. Humans will, like, hold you, and as long as you don't bite their heels, like, they'll love you and stuff. Never-ending water supply? <sighs> like, and there'll be other rats. Like, I don't know if you're into that, but I mean, well, certainly you are, because you were, like, in a pile of them, like, for days. How long were you waiting in that pile of rats, by the way, for us? Ever since I tried to open the door and found that it was shut. Ah, yes. That was us. Um, well, you know, that is that is a very good option, Tokus. Yeah. Like or it. we turn him into the authorities, or we kill him. I think A, B, or C are all fine to me. No, please, please, let me go. I'll, I'll do anything. So D, we let him go. A, he goes to the Alchemist Guild to become a test subject. B, we kill him. And C, we turn him into the authorities. There is a fifth option, though. Uh, he signs a contract with us and becomes our other faithful pet companion. <laughs> yeah, I was just starting to think the same thing, Tokus. Dude, we need a rogue in the party. How many times have we talked about needing a rogue in the party? This guy's a rat thief, dude. He would be a sweet rogue. Well, maybe he signs a temporary contract. Yeah, and we can try him out for, for yeah. on for size and see how he does. Yeah, and then he betrays us, and we go our separate ways. All right, Ratty McRatface, I'm going to tell you a story. I once knew a halfling, much like yourself, who was no longer accepted in the society in which he lived. And so you know what, you know what that halfling did? You know what he did? What, what is that? He ran away. He went really, really far away to the other continent. There is another land out there called Merengar. And if one were to venture that way, then he would be in a society where nobody knew how unaccepted he was in this one. And he might be able to, I don't know, start a new life. Uh, get a second chance at things. I don't know how I'd ever be able to pay for a ship to Merengar, but I mean, I'll do whatever I need to. Please just let me live. Uh, guys, someone pull up the uh, daily shipping rates to Marengar. Any, anybody have like a chart of fares on how much that might run? Do we have any idea how much that might run? No, I left mine back at the at the Sapphire Saber. Shoot. You would probably know, Aslo would know, because he took the trip in the opposite direction. That's true. Yeah, you know, uh, I do know what that is. <laughs> I'm just trying to think real hard. Yeah. It would be something like... It would be something like... 30 gold? 30 gold, maybe. 30 gold. Well, 
There are five other options. Yeah, so which we have one. briefly discussed. I, I think before we even discuss giving him one of these, like, not dying options, I've got some questions for you, little man. I mean, well, normal sized. You're, you're about my size, right? <laughs> yeah, he's in between your two sizes. Okay. So, um, how did you get like this? Like, what happened to you, man? Were you always a rat? No, I was taken in by this group, and they gave me that ability as payment for joining them. You're going to have to go more into depth. Like, they gave you the ability? Like, how do they do it? Bite your heel? Like, what's the initiation for your group? Yeah, how precisely did they do that? It involves a bite. Uh Uh-oh. What else does it involve? And can we recreate it just, you know, for science? (laughs) Being bitten is usually enough to transfer the ability... I was afraid you were going to say that. But it doesn't always hold. Uh, hold? Like, you're, you're going to need to start explaining this <laughs> a little bit, and Tokus gets out his notepad. One bite isn't necessarily enough to do it. It sometimes takes more than once. Yeah, well, you got me twice. Yeah, let's say that someone was about to turn into a were-rat and they didn't want to. What, what would be the, the next steps? I wouldn't know. I went into this willingly. I think we need to go to the Alchemist Guild anyway, and we just drop this guy off at the tasting lab. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. tasting lab. I meant to say testing lab. <laughs> so you you willingly let them bite you? Yes, it was... I mean, they accepted me. They took me in. I wanted to join their, their group. Why would you want to join this group? What could be glamorous about living in a sewer? It was better than my life above ground. Where did you come from, man? What was your life like before? It must have been really crappy, pun intended. Yeah. Were you like an orphan or something? What happened? My parents abandoned me in the streets here. I don't know what happened to them. What a couple of jerks. What were their names? I don't even remember. (laughs) I've been on my own since I was five. Where's your last known address? Um, well, I'm sure if you don't remember your don't parents' know, names, yeah. you're not going to... was five years Dang old it. at the time. You know, this interrogation's kind of backfiring, guys. I kind of feel sorry for this guy. Well, I, I sort of felt sorry for him before, but... Well, I didn't, but now I do. I feel like we need to find out who your parents were so that we can uh, reap your long-awaited vengeance upon them for making your life <laughs> suck. We can help you with that. Also, collect your inheritance. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can we unlock another side quest? Your long-awaited inheritance when we kill them. He could still be really useful to the Alchemist Guild, not as a were-rat. I don't know if they've had any cases of reversing were-ratism. Ooh, that's actually a very good point. They could study <gasps> lycanthropy. He could be a cure. Yeah. Uh... You could, like, help a lot of people that you're... Little group here bit and have turned into were rats, and they don't know what to do with them in the alchemist ward. Yeah, you could help a lot of people like us who might become were rats if right. we don't find exactly. a cure. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of getting at that too, Shaba, but I didn't want to sound so selfish. <laughs> we avoided biting those who wouldn't be joining our ranks. So then, why did you choose us? Why did you bite us? Because you thought we looked like friendly guys? I mean, we get that a lot. It was a fit of anger. I had no other option than... No, you just wanted friends. If we turned into were-rats, then we'd be like, well, I guess we might as well, you know. <laughs> guess we might live in the sewers. Yeah. See Aslo. Yeah, Aslo's house is compromised. I thought if you knew who I was and could find me that you would kill me like you did my friends, but I didn't want to just let you go after what you had done to them. I see. So you wanted to damn us to a cursed life... Of sewer living. I could see that. I mean, that makes a whole lot of sense. There are fates worse than death. 
Well, regardless, we should go to the Alchemist Guild. Even if we're still deciding what to do with this guy, we could turn any second Shaba. Me especially. I, I got bit twice. In the same... You bit me in the same spot! <laughs> it hurts. No, I specifically said it was the shin the second time. Well, you bit me in the same leg. I specifically said it was the other leg the second time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you bit me two times. Did I mention that? Um, well, no offense. Uh, what's your name? I'm Edlim. Edlim? Well, we're going to have to take you to the surface as our prisoner. Yeah. And we're going to have to do a little background check on you. Mm-hmm. To see what kind of person you were. Yep, and then we'll decide your fate. But we probably won't kill you. I mean, there, there seem like there's like a lot of other good options now that we've talked about it. Yeah, we have at least yeah. six options that we've outlined. So... Why don't you buck up and be cooperative and uh, don't uh, transform on us or anything and get out of your bindings or anything clever like that. That'd be, uh, that'd be annoying. Yeah. How do you, how precisely do you restrain a wear rat? We should put him in a cage as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I agree. With really, really small bars. Yeah. You don't have any such cage? Or maybe I could put him in my pack just up to the neck and like tie it around. And just we could just drag him through like a little sack with a head sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we need to make sure we have a good way to secure him. I think definitely take him to the Alchemist Guild, because as far as we know, there's no cure to lycanthropy. Although I do want to ask him whether or not he knows of one. So do you know of, uh, of a way that this disease can be cured? I think the priests can probably do something about it. I don't know. I've never had to worry about it. Um, mm, that's true. Priests? Though. Why would we solve this with religion when we have science? Yeah, we, yeah let's not bring religion into this. Excuse me. <laughs> this is a scientific discussion. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, too, right? Like, it took the Alchemist Guild three weeks to analyze a rock. How long do you think it's going to take <laughs> them to discover the cure for lycanthropy? Uh that's true. Uh, probably longer, and we'll, we'll be living in the sewers by then, Shaba. We'll have a new place <laughs> true. down here. We'll have a new home, a new life, and we won't even have to worry about it anymore. Let's, let's stop by the church, then. It's a good idea. We'll start there. All right. I like it. And maybe he'll, like, repent or something, and we can... <laughs> yeah, that could be. All right. Let's go, let's go to church, boys. Just to verify here, you're telling me that you are the last one of the were-rats here. In these sewers. I am the last one. <laughs> I don't know of any others. None who are with us. No, no one who is with your group. No. Okay. I'd like to make an insight check to uh, see how uh, truthful he seems. Uh, 17 plus zero. 17. <laughs> as far as you can tell, that last statement at least was truthful. Okay. In general, it seems like he's just scared and answering in such a way as to not get killed right away. Okay. Hmm. That seems to be All his right. primary concern at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as we can tell, he's telling the truth, which means that our quest is done, which means that we can leave the sewers. Yes. Uh, let's take him to the uh, Alchemist Guild, and then we go to the church uh, to see if we can get cured. Uh, I like it. I, I still think turning him into a lab rep would be kind of a fitting fate for him. And honestly, it's not that bad of a life. <laughs> like, we'll probably come back in a few adventures just to check on him. It'll be all fat and happy. Yeah, you get and three squares a day. and He has, like, a wife, yeah, yeah. you know? I mean, she's a rat, but... Uh, by the way, who are those huge rats that we killed on the, our way in? Were the, like It was, like, Spot and Fido or something. Uh, were those your pet? Rats? Oh, sorry about that. We killed them, by the way. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned that before. Um, 
Were those just regular rats, or were they, like, actually other beings? Those were two rats that we had trained up as guards. Mm. Gotcha. Oh, I thought you were going to say they were were-rat dogs. <laughs> and cats. Yeah, they used to be dogs. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's get out of here, guys. Yep, uh, time to go to church. Tokus equips his Sunday outfit. <laughs> <laughs> does, the, uh, does the Alchemist Guild have the facilities in place to detain... Um, such a creature? Like, do they have a, a jail or a brig or a really big cage anywhere? Um, they'd probably just knock him out with some sort of concoction, like, injected into the neck, mm. I imagine. Yeah, I don't know that they're necessarily set up to handle this sort of situation, but we could check. Do you, you want to process him through the, the prison first? That's a possibility. First of all, <clears throat> Edlin... Do you solemnly swear and promise that you'll stay with us and let us try to help you and not try to escape, please? I swear I won't try to escape. I'll just as long as you're not going to kill me, I'll come with you. Yeah, we're we're not we're gonna we're gonna use the whole killing you thing as a as a very last resort. And like I said, there's a <laughs> bunch of other options, so we're probably not gonna end up doing that. So yeah, stick with us and we'll do the best we can by you. Yeah, and like I'm not sure about the whole alchemist guild idea. I just I just think that might be a happier life than like a cold, dark life imprisonment. It's true. Sentence. Yeah. So it's like I mean if you had to pick between one of those two, like hanging out in like a rat pen with other, you know, rats eating food and wheels and just having a good life or prison. The other thing is that a priest may be able to cure lycanthropy, but they may end up charging us. And matter of fact, they will probably end up charging us a lot more than the 30 gold it would take to ship him overseas. Yeah, I, I wasn't necessarily... I mean, we need to use our money to cure us, Jabba. Right. That's true. Yeah. We can't ship ourselves overseas, after all, as was a wanted man. Yeah, I definitely can't. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> All right, so we go to the nearest temple. Where was the temple that we went to before? That when we got the box sanctified? The iron, the lead box or whatever. So that's the temple of Imbecile? Imbecile, that's right. Let's go back to Imbecile's temple. You mean Imbestile? Imbestile, yes. Ooh, another another option while we have a moment. What if we talk to Ezric and see what he thinks about the whole situation? Yeah, I mean, we can do that. He's kind of saved us from other problems in the past. Yeah. I say we go to the church first, then the Alchemist Guild, and if Ezric's not there, then we'll go. To yeah, get the pricing, and then be like, Ezric, we don't have enough money, but we actually do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we'll, if but, yeah. Ezric's not at the Alchemist Guild, we'll go to his house. All right, so the, the, to the Temple of Embastille. Do you bother to take down the rope that you left there, or are you just going to leave it hanging? It was a normal rope, right? Yeah, a mundane rope. Sure, I suppose if it's not too much trouble, we'll take it down. I guess you'll take a little bit more damage moving through the rats, probably. Oh, never mind then. We'll leave it there. Guys, if we had just killed that rat swarm, like, last episode... Yeah. <laughs> it would be doing a lot less damage to us by now. Oh my sure. gosh, this whole thing might not have happened. <laughs> we wouldn't have had a place to hide. I think it's like hundreds of rats, though, right? It's a lot of rats. Yeah. Did you want to go back and visit the door that you had accidentally locked closed? <gasps> the oh. door! The door behind the waterfall! Do we have time? Uh, yeah, we have time. You have time, Aslo. How quickly do we change? Yeah, do we feel, like, weird, uh, like, tingles down our spine and, like, is the hair standing on end? Do we have, like, a strange love for cheese? Yeah, do we, do we really <laughs> want cheese and our front two teeth getting longer? You don't feel anything. Uh, we don't feel anything. Okay. Okay, let's let's go back to that door and let's try to burn it down. 
Um, before we light any flammable objects inside a sewer, I I did. I, I already I lit the my helmet. Yeah, that's when right. We were fighting the gelatinous cube. You were down the clean tunnel though. That's right. right. Okay. Quite a ways away. So this is the dirty section. Yeah. yeah this, is. this is right at the dirtiest place that you found in the whole thing. Yeah. Let's not do anything fire related. That's like my whole character. Yeah. Before we do anything like that, um, we so our our key is broken. Right. It broke in the lock. Yeah. So we go back over to the door, and I'm like, "Man, guys, this sucks. The uh, the key is broken in the door." Oh, wait a second. And I turn and knock <laughs> on the door, and uh, cast knock on the door. What? And it opens according to the spell. Dang, dude. What? An object you can see that is held shut, stuck, or barred by mundane means becomes unlocked, unstuck, or unbarred. Holy shnikes. Oh my gosh, you're like a magical rogue. Heck yeah, dude. We don't need a rogue what? anymore. Well, nope. that option's out for you, Ed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, you can't join the team anymore. Throw him into the water. All right. <laughs> what? We're back down to five options now out of our six. <laughs> so you cast Nuck, and the door seems to unswell a little bit so you can open it easily. Hmm. That's a super cool spell, Aslo. Probably oh, your best right. spell. Oh, and I also yeah. sing Knock, knock, knocking on sewer's door. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> yeah. And then throwing a little Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little axle rose in there. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so it opens up and you see the tunnel just like you saw before. Awesome. Go in. Yeah, and then we go in, right guys? Sure. I mean, we're all going to turn to were-rats anyway, so might as well. Uh, <laughs> might as well. Might as well have fun while we're doing it. Boss fight time, boys. <laughs> yeah, there's either treasure or a boss back here. We'll, we'll need our new <laughs> were-rat powers. That would be kind of cool, though. Hang on, real quick. If, if I was to DM this encounter, I would let one of us turn into a were-rat, and then we somehow need to use the mechanics of our new were-rat powers to beat this boss. <laughs> and then we try to find a way to like not be a were-rat anymore. That's just me. That's what I would do. Hey, you know what's cool about that, Shabe, is that you can be the DM of our Champions of the Multiverse campaign, the campaign that we are playing with other friends of ours, and we stream on Twitch. What? We do other campaigns? No way. I don't believe you. On Twitch, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. I actually star in that with you. Yes. You are one of the players up until this point, but it's possible that soon, very soon, you'll get your own chance to weave the story as you wish. Or depending on when Mm. this episode airs, it's possible that he has already done so. Ooh, it's like we're traveling through time. I'm merely a dungeon master already, and I don't even know it. You are already and not yet. Yes, perhaps the future has been kind. Yeah, isn't it something like twitch.tv slash damage guild? I believe that is it is exa- that exact thing. Oh, wow. Does that work on most uh, internet browsers? It does. Yeah. Most yeah. modern browsers, but don't use Internet Explorer. It's a bad idea. <laughs> don't use Netscapes either. That's, that's uh, not good. <laughs> Netscape is garbage. <laughs> pretty sure. Oh, yeah, the door. Yeah, we'll have to take the mid-roll out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just did it. The Damage Guild Podcast. Alchemy for your ear holes. Psych! Still doing a mid-roll. Just because we talked about stuff that we normally talk about during mid-rolls during the game. This is going to be an extra long one. In fact, this week we have a special message for you from our friends over at the Taking Initiative podcast. Gotta warn you, there's a naughty word in here. It's censored, but if you have sensitive ears, just don't listen to the part where it goes beep. But otherwise, please, sit back, relax, 
and enjoy. Are you looking for a D&D podcast that'll make you laugh? How about one that'll make you cry? Sweat profusely with stress and anxiety because of a flippin' mule? Taking Initiative is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast with an audio drama feel. These episodes are scored, character-driven, and filled with utter bullshit. Mostly because of Nick, let's be honest. Featuring special guests, the Venture Maidens, D&D is for Nerds, and more. Plus, we're in Wizards of the Coast podcast of series. Welcome, everyone. It's your pal, Ray Ray. That was an interesting time you had, Nick. I pat the horse on the rump. Thank you, great-grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> he just said his hopes and dreams. He didn't cast a spell. You gotta get down deep and lift from the knees. So that's the only big organ he has. <laughs> Damn, taking initiative. Look us up on Twitter at TI underscore pod and on our website, takinginitiativepodcast.com. This week, I want to give a special shout out to all our wonderful patrons who are supporting us at patreon.com slash damage guild. Alyssa Albee, Scott, Seth Leha. I pronounced it right that time. Thanks, Seth. Friend of the show, Seth Leha. Badbones69, Rick Freeman, Stephanie Flodstrom, Trigus Garganath. Each and every one of you holds a special place in the heart of the AAA team. You are the wind beneath our tattered wings. We love you. And we really, really mean that in a very special way. Thank you for being the greatest people who have ever listened to this show. Everybody else who listens to this show, just don't listen to that. No, I'm only kidding. I love each of you equally. Everyone who's here listening, you're all a part of this show. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did. Why why am I quoting the Backstreet Boys right now? But it's true. As long as you love us, we love you too. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We'll see you in two short Mondays later on. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. This tunnel is significantly drier than most of the sewers are. Four feet wide, six feet tall, with an arched ceiling. And you continue down the tunnel for about 300 feet before it ends Whoa. with a rusty ladder leading down into the darkness. Down? What? Shine that light down there, Aslo. I do. I shine that light. And that reaches 30 feet, 60 feet, uh, 40 feet. I don't remember how long. 40. Okay. Cast it on the hair of the were-at halfling. <laughs> and drop that, and drop drop that hair down the tunnel. At 40 feet, you can't see anything different. The ladder just continues into the darkness. Okay. Yeah, I'll cast it on a, on a pebble and drop it down. It lights up the tunnel. It drops about 60 feet or so. And it seems to land in some kind of room. But you can't make out much besides that. Does it land with a thud, a plunk, or a splash? Or a squish? Uh, it's solid, dry floor. Rock floor. Okay. Ooh. Uh, All right, Edlin. That's scary. Do you also have, like, another handy spell, Aslo, to, like, unrust that rusty ladder? <laughs> the ladder stops shortly before reaching the ground. So, like, maybe to the ceiling or so of the room below. Ooh, which is how high? Like what? Eight feet or so. Eight feet? Okay. All right, I'll have to go down first then. Um, Aslo, do you have the mending cantrip? I'm afraid I don't. All right. Well, then, at, like always, me being the heaviest among us, I will go first and test the durability <laughs> of this ladder. Oh, uh, hang on. A second. We've, hang on, guys. We've tried this before. <laughs> I still think you should go first, but let's tie... Lava Yeah. Perfect. And we'll... Uh, to all three of you. 
<laughs> no, no, no. You'll take us. You'll take us down with you. Um, let's just like have a power stance up here and kind of like slowly let the rope out as you descend. Okay. Yeah, just in case. All right. So, like tug of war, you, the three of you, versus my full, unimpeded hanging body weight. Have we ever done the weight check? Because I feel like me plus Aslo plus Stripey plus Ed probably does outweigh you how much how much do you weigh it's still not enough to hold you shava is 320 pounds heck yeah dog <laughs> all right well i'm 40 plus 55 and as 42 plus i have 126 pounds of gear on me all right tokus you go down first <laughs> <laughs> all right and we do the same thing but we tie the rope to you instead and shava helps hold yeah all right here we go so tokus is a little under 100 pounds with everything yes should I take my armor off? I mean, I'm scared now that he's calculating. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd say keep it on. Um, we can we can probably hold the weight, and you'll probably need it when you get down there. Yeah, Togus, did I mention I have a strength of 11? I'm moderately strong for a Goliath. Mm. <laughs> Is that why you didn't end up being chieftain? Yeah. You focused on your... Your your running and your my good looks, your your, your bowing, <laughs> my pebbly protrusions, were more of a focus than my working out. It does like a cutscene to the elders, and they're like talking about why don't we just let Shaba lead the clan? <laughs> everybody just starts laughing. Yeah. <laughs> That's rich. He like talks to animals, so his protrusions are quite pebbly. Yes, he would make a fine elder. Supermodel. <laughs> Goliath. He's the one who's always talking to chipmunks out in the woods by himself. Yeah. All right, Tokus. That was a good flashback. You look. <laughs> yeah. You lower Tokus down as he's climbing down the ladder, and with every step you take, you hear the whole thing groaning and screeching. Oh, I hate that noise. One of the rungs snaps and just falls to the ground below you. <gasps> oh. Okay, okay, Tokus. Just keep going. It's okay. We've all seen Indiana Jones movies. You can keep going. Just don't look down. Yep. Just gonna keep climbing down. Uh, as he's climbing down, it's range 60 feet, so I give uh, give him bardic inspiration. Nice. You're really good at climbing. 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 <laughs> oh, well, thanks for noticing, Aslo. It feels like the ladder could fall at any moment, but you manage oh. to make it down to the bottom without it actually collapsing. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you're hanging down to the last few rungs, and you can just see into the room below you. What do I... Should I percept? Yeah, percept. Uh, I can just tell you what's around here, but I guess if you want to... All right, what do I see with my gnomish dark vision eyes? The ladder ends in a dusty room about 12 feet square. A wooden bed frame is set in one corner and an old table and chair in another. There's one sturdy metal door in the wall opposite the ladder which is barred shut with a thick metal beam. Hmm. And it's completely dry down here? Yep. Wow. Uh, I give the rope our signature. Hey, it's all clear down here. Don't worry, guys. The ladder was really scary. Like, I communicate this with the rope. <laughs> but all I do is, like, give it, like, a couple tugs. Tell you tug in Morse code? Yeah. All right, he says it's safe down there. <laughs> uh, Togus, why don't you uh, look around and see if you find anything? Okay, Shaba. I don't really think we should be shouting, though, because there could be enemies around. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Let's stop shouting now. <laughs> if you're an enemy, you didn't hear this. <laughs> yeah, stop listening to us shouting. Yeah, just lower me down, guys. All right. Yeah, we, we do. lower him to the floor. So you hit the floor. This reminds me of that one time where we were uh, in that one cave. Yeah. And I got lowered down all alone, and then there were like a bunch of... Uh, 
trogs? What were they? They, uh, they were troglodytes. Yeah, those troglodytes. Weird, not, not troglodytes. They were grimlocks. Yeah, grimlocks. grimlocks. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza Small World After All, I believe was the name of that episode. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting some Pizza Small World After All vibes from this episode. Me too. Yeah, so uh, so I, I touched down. I'm going to check out... You said there was a desk, correct? Or like a... Yes, there's a bed frame, an old table and chair, and the table does have some drawers in it, like a desk. Yeah, I'm going to check out the desk. They must have left it in here somewhere and like pulling drawers and rummaging around. Inside the desk drawers, you find a stack of blank parchment, a metal ink pen, a stick of purple wax, and a signet bearing the image of a shield divided in quarters. Each corner has a different image inside. The sun, a crown, a spear, and a ship. What? Huh, this, this seems really useful. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pocket all of this. Stack of parchment. How many sheets? 30 sheets. Oh man, we go through paper so much, so it's useful. I mean, we've probably used several trees worth in this show. They're very old and kind of flimsy, like they're going to fall apart if you do too much with them. Okay, old parchment, got it. That might be nice, though, for like a wedding invitation. You know, fancy, <laughs> fancy resume. All right, let's see. Yeah. What else? The, uh, the super awesome pen? The ink pen, purple wax, and the signet. Is it a fancy ink pen? Is there anything special about it? Not particularly. Okay, it's just another ink pen. I don't. Need, I don't even know if I pocket that. I already have one. Yeah, describe the insignia. That's really what I care about. So it is a shield divided in quarters, with each corner having a different picture: the sun, a crown, a spear, and a ship. You could make a history check to see if you know anything about this. Oh, absolutely! I'm very good at history checks, so I'd like to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that is a twenty-three. Wow. Nice. 18 plus 5. This crest was used by Altoria's military officers. What? And you recognize that it was last used in the period between roughly 200 and 300 years ago. What? Wow. Which corresponds with roughly when the emperor disappeared 235 years ago. Wait a minute. Holy shnikes. Are you kidding me right now? Toga starts bubbling with ideas. Oh. We could forge letters. We could we, oh could, we could, solve the mystery of the world. We could, You're right. Okay, I put it in my bag. <laughs> uh, what color is the wax? It's a purple, purple it's wax. It's purple. All right. Awesome. We have the right color wax and the seal. Yeah, that's their team colors, isn't it? The Altoria Almanacs? I don't, what would your mascot be? <laughs> but anyway, their team's purple. Definitely. The Altoria Aardvarks. They're the crowned spear sunships. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lame mascot, Shava. Yeah, I know, right? You weren't you weren't that good at goat ball, were you, when you grew up? <laughs> no. Like I said, my strength's in eleven, so I wasn't really that good. Did we like have another Shava flashback this episode where it's like him getting kicked around? You're just defending the goal because nobody trusts you to do anything else. Now I'm training with Goaty, my my best goat friend, and I'm just like it's just me and him alone on a huge field, and I'm just like hitting him over the back with a with a goat ball club as hard as I can, and he's like, "You're really not hurting me at all." <laughs> Wait, is that what happened to you that was so traumatic that they used him? for the goatball celebration tournament? A lot of things <laughs> happened to me that were very traumatic. <laughs> well, we don't see him now, so I'm assuming your friend's dead. Yeah, he got turned into the goatball. Yeah, these these are all repressed memories. They're coming back to me slowly. <laughs> it's going to take a while and a lot of therapy. Like, actually, what's happening is you're sharing them with Aslo because you guys are just having small talk. <laughs> you know, the one time... Goatee. And we've left only Ed Lim holding the rope. <laughs> yeah, he's like sweating. He's like, guys, 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 <laughs> please. I don't want to let go. I thought he was still in the bag, bundled up. 
Oh, no, he promised that he wouldn't escape, so we're, he's just walking with us. He's basically joined the party, like, unsigned contract. <laughs> Actually, I've written him into the contract. <laughs> There's a whole page for Ed Limbs. Because I, I thought we were going to actually hire him, so... As you were walking out of the sewers? Yeah, there's like a rider on the contract with like all of his demands. <laughs> and it took us <laughs> drafted it up as we're walking. Yeah, just in case. You never know. I mean, we certainly don't have an HR department like working on actually hiring, you know, good adventurers. That's true. No, yeah, by no. the way, before we left the rat room, I put all my stuff back in my backpack. I felt like that went without saying, but just saying it right now. You know, you just, like, left, like, hundreds of <laughs> pounds of valuable items. Everything I own. Do you do anything else down in this room? Uh, I feel like I should share my discovery with them. I mean, uh, okay. So, the ladder didn't collapse. Maybe I'm the only one that's going to get down here, so... I cast a uh, message and whisper to Tokus. Tokus, did you find anything? Uh, I whisper back. You get 25 words back. Okay, 25 words. Okay, um, I think... I'm, I'm using my fingers. I th- okay, I think... Well, it's a cantrip, I... so I can just keep recasting oh, it okay. if we need to. I was thinking it was a first level. Yeah, but it's kind of fun to have the constraints, though. <laughs> it's like a game. Can I convey? Oh, what if that? What if the metal door has a little symbol that matches the signet ring, and if you put the ring on and you press your fist to the door and turn, then it opens the door. Then you would be the dungeon master. <laughs> but what if, Tokus? Just humor me. What if that were the case? All right. Uh, okay, I would like to scan the room and inspect other things that look useful or of interest. Tokus, you didn't answer me. Okay, well, I named everything in it. There's the bed frame, desk and chair, and the metal door. Uh, yeah, let's check out the bed frame. Let's just, let's just go down the line. All right, bed frame. What's up with the bed frame? It looks old. Um... You can see some rotted remnants of what might have been a mattress at one point, but there's nothing really left of it there. So somebody was down here for the long haul. Okay. So everything in this room is real old, is what you're saying. It's all, like, corroded and yeah. like, like it looks like it hasn't been used in a long time. So wait a minute. This might have been a cult, like, meeting house space at some point. Yeah. I logged that away in my brain. Let's check out the gate. That, that seems interesting. Do I see any signet-sized holes? <laughs> no, there are no keyholes or anything else in the door, but it is constructed out of solid metal, and it has a particularly large and thick metal beam closing it from your side. Oh. Huh. Like a bar that you would rest on some brackets? Yeah. The brackets set in the wall, oh. and then a the beam there blocking the door from opening. Almost as if you could lift the beam up to unlock the door, Tokus. <sighs> I whispered to Tokus again. Tokus, what did you find? So, okay, okay, so there's a desk, and there's this insignia. I think it might be related to the the cult, the, the Altorak. Um, what? It was used by Altoria's military officers. Uh, the Altoric Empire. So this is maybe like a spy for the Empire was down here or something? And you said the passageway was all like cobwebby and like old and dry and stuff, right? Yeah, lots of dust. And- I'm going to relay as much information back to Aslo with 25 words as I can. Okay. Talking about the seal, talking about the room. There's this door I'm not sure I could open, but I could try. Yeah, yeah, I say, uh, give the door a try and let us know how it goes. Okay. Uh, strength check. No, it's just your lifting capacity. You can lift it up, but it is a heavy beam. Okay. So, with some effort, you manage to lift it off of the brackets and set it down on the ground gently. <sighs> you pull the door open. Yes. Beyond the door, you see it opens out onto a natural 
rock ledge overlooking a grand cavern much farther than you can see with your dark vision. Whoa. Jeez. Occasional drips of water echo throughout the cave, as do the much more unsettling sounds of creatures scratching their way through the darkness. Oh, I, I don't believe it. It's as I feared. I, I, the denizens of the deep? I say to myself under my breath, not very loudly. I had no idea that such evil lurked still within the depths of this world. <laughs> right, uh, I close the door and I uh, walk away. Tokus! Tokus, what is it? You're not going to believe this, Aslo. I telecommute back to you with message. Um, I think <laughs> we stumbled. What? I tell you. Nothing. Oh. Go uh, ahead. Instant transmission to your yeah. brain? I don't know. Um, so, yes. Uh, let's see. Okay, 25 words. I've used most of them now. Oh, that's the end of the message. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't. I cast it again. Okay. Okay. You got another 25 words. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. So, I'm really scared right now. <laughs> and I think that there are demons down here. <laughs> we should investigate together. <sighs> I'm very scared. Okay, that's 25. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's 25. That's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I cast a message again, and I'm like, okay, well... You should probably run if there are demons down there. You're right. So I'm going to rebar the door. And is this going to be a thing where we always count the words to message? (laughs) (laughs) I cast message again and I say, yes. (laughs) I think this is kind of cool. This is fun. I like it. Like we're actually resolving the spell as you're supposed to. Mm hmm. Yeah, in these sorts of situations, it doesn't make a big difference, but in combat or anything. Yeah, if it's like urgent or whatever, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to attempt to rebar the door as quietly as possible. Okay, you can make a stealth check. As subtly as possible. Okay, stealth checking. Ooh. Uh, that's a 13. Actually, what I have, I have, um, I'm an armor, so I need to do it again, right? Yeah. Oh, disadvantage. I have disadvantage. We. Ooh. Probably can't get worse than that. I didn't. That's a that was a fourteen on the second roll. All right. It's not too loud. You managed to pick it up and set the bar in fairly gently. It just has a nice little gentle thud as it gets set in place. <sighs> Thank goodness. I say to myself, Phew. did I inspect everything? I, I kind of scan the room again, scratch my head, like oh, I guess I looked at everything. Yeah. I mean, there's the chair, but there's nothing unusual about that either. It's just a chair. Uh, I'm I'm gonna sit in the chair and do some. Breathing exercises into my bag. It creaks under your weight. (laughs) Reach underneath it, because you know how when you go to one of those events and they're like, underneath everyone's chair in this room is a special prize. Maybe that's this chair (laughs) from one of those events. Like the emperor was like, I want to call all my best military officers here underneath your chair. But this guy was absent that day, so he had one of the chairs that they just brought to him later on. And so maybe there's something underneath Uh Okay. Uh, like an iPad. I will fumble beneath the chair <laughs> and I find an iPad. <laughs> Congratulations. You win an iPad. Spotlights come on and music starts playing. <laughs> There's nothing of note under the chair. Oh, man. Just some more wood. If only we were the DMs. It'd be so much more fun. <laughs> this stream, not sponsored by Apple. What are we going to mutiny the show and switch DMs like mid? campaign 
Yeah, I think we should be able to cash in our inspiration to just like to say whatever we want happens for like one thing. Yeah, for like ten seconds. All right. Well, if I was DM, Tokus would have heroically leapt into the demon chamber and like done one on one or not one on one, like one on a million battle, like <laughs> the this epic bloodbath. Yeah, and, and and quickly died. Like in the second terrible Matrix movie, yeah, with like a million Agent yeah. Smiths. Yeah, the whole thing is shot in bullet time. Yeah, yeah. And it's all just Agent Smiths running around down there making scratching noises. Agent Smith demons. <laughs> They're all Agent yeah. Smiths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is pretty scary looking. I think we should start a new campaign in our other game where we're all the DM and we're all the players at the same time. What is oh what is the name <laughs> of that one card where like you start another game of magic like underneath Charizard? the table? Yeah, let's cast Charizard. I yeah. mean, <laughs> Magic the Gathering is also from Wizards of the Coast, and we all know Wizards of the Coast made D&D, so... Right. It's basically the same thing. Let's find a high-level wizard to cast Charizard. And we'll play our own Dungeons and Dragons within this game. <laughs> a, game a game within a game. Within a game. And then we find another yeah. high-level magic caster and cast Charizard again. If you want to do that, all you have to do is sit down in a tavern and pull out some dice and papers. That's true. Oh, you're right. We can play an Inception game of D&D. We can invent. Aslo, you could be the <laughs> inventor of D&D and make a killing. We wouldn't have to adventure anymore. Oh my gosh, you're right. Does that happen, though? Like, D&D Inception? Probably all the time. It's been brought up in comics. I don't think it really happens, though. Oh. It's a cool idea, though. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was, like, zoning out, thinking about, like, D&D within D&D, and, like, then our characters in our game, of our game, play a game, and then, like... Yeah, yeah and like they're us. Seven levels of D&D. And each one gets farther and farther removed from reality. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it could be kind of cool, though, like, to discover something about someone through the other game. Yeah, and Tokus sits down at the table and he's like, my character's name is Sean Abrams. And he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a science nerd. And he's like really like into engineering and science and stuff. And he can never sleep because he's always, his mind is always So I'm basically ticking. playing Tokus as Tokus. <laughs> but then you have to say, well, Tokus thinks that Sean would do this, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tokus would never actually say this, but this is just, this is Sean saying it. Just a Sean saying this. is my this, character yeah. saying it. Or this is my character, yeah. But Tokus is thinking. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, me, Tokus is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we pull you back up. I want to come back. Yeah, I don't want to use the ladder. Can they just haul me up? Yeah, we just haul you up. Yeah, we pull. Real good. Okay. Yeah, you reach the top. Guys, oh, you're not going to believe this. I, know, I mean, I know I was telling Aslo, but the rest of you, like, Ed as well. Is it okay if I call you Ed? I, I was anyway. Call me anything? Okay, well, <laughs> rat. So we we have an interesting thing on our hands. Wait, 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 wait. On second thought, we don't want Ed knowing all these things. Oh, Ed, yeah, no offense. True. You're a cool guy. But we, yeah, like, this is pretty classified information we're talking here. Um, Ed, plug your ears. Yeah, do the whole turnaround plug your ears thing. No, we can just talk about it later, guys. We can we can add some suspense. But I don't know what's going on. Only Aslo messaged with you. <laughs> well, Aslo messaged Shaba while we're leaving. We're going to turn into were-rats any second now, Shaba. We gotta go. Alright. Yeah, Fine. we gotta go. Let's go. Um, yeah, Make Edlim walk ahead of us, and I'll be in the back, and we'll, we'll like, whisper to each other. Okay. All right. Let's get out of these sewers. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk Edlin ahead of us, and you guys can talk. Okay. Yeah. So then as we're walking, I'll explain what Tokus saw. Wait, better yet, 
I'll walk in front with Edlim, and you guys just actually whisper to each other without casting a message. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll give him the first hand. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, a signet ring bearing the Altoric Crest? What? (laughs) (laughs) That's insane! A horde of demons? I know! (laughs) I could, like, feel their bloodlust and evilness. A link to the currently active cult of Altoria? (laughs) (laughs) And it came with its own purple wax and paper. We could, like, forge letters, and we could send them out and, like, gather our own uh, cult, like, meeting. And they wouldn't know. I mean, who who the heck knows um, who is in the cult or not? This is crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's actually brilliant. We were trying to arrange a meeting with the cult members as it is. Why don't we use the signet ring to send letters as if it's a real meeting and then just gather them to ourselves? Yes. All we need is a phone book bearing the names and addresses and contact information <laughs> of all the cult members. Yeah. It'll be brilliant. Oh, that's right. No. Right. Better yet. We send it out like spam mail. That existed back then, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We just spam everybody. Oh, and totally. everybody comes... And we get them into the cult with us. And then we just say, "Who raise your hand if you were a part of the cult before all this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and then they can lead the meeting instead of us, because we admit that we're like, oh, we're, we're kind of new. <laughs> if there's someone more experienced, we should uh, let them uh, run the festivities. Pass the punch, you know? Uh, d- don't drink the punch, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's spiked. Right. It's definitely spiked with death poison. So you discuss your findings and slog your way through the water and muck of the sewers. The water level is considerably higher in many of the tunnels, but since the storm seems to have stopped, it's not flood levels, and you can wade through it. Is the sun peeking out from behind the last of the rain clouds as we emerge? I believe at this point it is actually evening, considering when you entered and went to sleep. Ah, okay. Hmm. So... You can see the moon peeking out from behind some clouds. How about we, like, burst out of the sewers and, like, like fresh air, oh, dry land? Yeah, it feels good <laughs> to not be in the stinky sewers anymore. You know what's weird, Shaba? I kind of miss the stink, and I don't know why. Well, feel free to go back in. It's uh, it's there for you anytime you want. Well, and Tokus <laughs> transforms into a were-rat and goes back into the sewers. <laughs> Well, and that's a rat. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. That's cool. a rat. That's a rat. That's a rat. Edlum, I guess you're our new tank now. Oh, that's a good name for this. That's a rat. Uh, not really. Yeah, not so much. Okay. Um, but it was it was definitely a good attempt. As I recall, it was also only a couple of days away from being a full moon. Correct. Ooh, we have to hurry, guys. Yeah, this is bad news, bears. We're all going to be were rats except for Aslo and Stripey. Yeah, I'm all right with that. What would a were-rat badger be? <laughs> a were-badger rat? Something. <laughs> he wears badges? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, uh, what are we going to do? What's our first stop? The church. The temple? Yeah, the temple of Embastille. Oh, but it's, it's probably closed. I mean, surely science has an answer for this ailment, but I'll hear me, you guys, and we'll see what these uh, priests can uh, do for us with their fancy hand-waving and speeches. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. You set off for the Temple of Embastille. Let's see if the church is still open for business. Mm-hmm.